welcome back to the Healthy Fit and Fab podcast where we discuss beauty, fitness, food, and everything related to health and wellness, including mind, body, and spirit. This is the last one of the year. It's almost over. 2021, that is. Anytime this has happened in history where we have a solar eclipse in the planet of Mars, the bombing of Hiroshima, 9-11, we're coming up to this again. And so I think it's very possible that we could be seeing some pretty crazy things from now until, you know, the second or third week of January. At the very least, we might be feeling some very intense things just due to the astrology and, you know, the way our bodies interact with the, the planets and the energies. So I wanted to just kind of do a video today to close out this season of my podcast, which thank you all so much. This is my first year doing podcasts and really actually utilizing my YouTube channel, which has been kind of dormant since like 2015. So this has given me an opportunity to reconnect with some of you guys. And I really appreciate that. And I appreciate you being on this journey with me. Closing out this year, going into January 2022, I think it's going to be spectacular and special for the planet and sort of the ascension of the planet as well. It's a symbol of completion. A full moon gives you the chance every month to finish a chapter in your life. It's time to let go of the things that you need to let go of, and it's time to begin a new a new chapter. This really brings that energy, the cyclic, cyclical, cyclical energy <laughs> to us and gives us the opportunity to, to, to work through things and ascend as a soul on this planet. So with that, I wanted to talk today about healing. Everything in the last couple years has changed. The way we work has changed. The way we shop has changed. The way we interact with others has changed. The way we go to school, everything has changed. 2020 has had low points for sure. But within the last couple of years, more and more people are coming around to this idea that this sort of low point in our history is, is needed to spark this great awakening, which is the ascension of the planet and the ascension of our, our souls as a collective. I think that going into 2022, we will be sort of closing the death and going into the rebirth, if you will. We just experienced some pretty intense astrology in the sign of Scorpio. And Scorpio, at its most enlightened state is the phoenix and the phoenix is death and rebirth so i think we're coming to this time you know the mayans have talked about the mayan calendar uh, ended in 2012 and you know it would take 10 years then for this death to occur which is what they you know everyone was saying it was going to be the end of the world but it was it was the death so that we could have the rebirth so i think 2022 is really going to spark this rebirth or this great awakening. We've already been seeing people wake up. I just think that the last couple of years have been such an important factor in the great awakening. Many spiritual and religious experts have uh, been studying and writing about and preparing for this for decades. And prophets wrote about it thousands of years ago in ancient texts all over the earth, um, from Christians to Mayans to Egyptians, all over the world, really. The translations differ, but the main concept is the same universally. There will be a period of time where humanity wakes up 
And with everything going on in the world, the virus, politics, elite clubs that are secret, but not secret, right? And they just do these weird things that you kind of watch the video and you're like, "Mm, why would you even need to do that? (laughs) Just saying, it's kind of, you know, uh, cremating a doll and it's kind of strange, right? And worshiping a giant owl. I don't care. I don't judge. Look, hey, whatever you're into, I don't know. And maybe it is maybe something you want to stop to. I don't know. Just saying there will be a period of time when humanity wakes up. With everything going on in the world, everything that we've seen that we can't deny, people are starting to question the things that we've been told, mainly on mainstream media, right? This has kind of been a thing like mainstream media has kind of died. We're just not believing certain things that, you know, we've come to question and rightfully so. Once you realize the structure of who controls the narrative we've been fed for decades, which has fundamentally shaped our lives, I'll uh, put some links to some interesting information down below if you want to check that out, but I can't say too much on this platform. When we actually really start digging into it, we can see where the concept, if you control the narrative, you control the people, comes into play. I think that 2020 was crucial for humanity to wake up and realize our power. We as a collective are shifting to a higher vibration, and the corrupt lower vibrations who have been in control for decades are losing control. Their power is being threatened. And at this point, I think they're kind of grasping at their last desperate attempts to stay in power and control the masses. So the Bible mentions this as the rise of global government. Our current leaders are referring to it as the new. I don't even think you can say that on YouTube. The NWO, you get it. As the vibration of Earth raises to what we call the 5D, the fifth dimension, from the third dimension, these old power struggles can no longer work. Humanity is waking up and realizing this isn't what we prefer as a collective. This time in history is so important because we shift into a higher dimension. For uh, a short period, We have the opportunity to choose our reality or what timeline we prefer to experience on the new earth. We go from the third dimension to the fifth dimension. The reason we kind of skip that fourth dimension is because the fourth dimension is time. So we have physical dimensions. We have length, width, depth, that's 3D. So there are more dimensions than what we can perceive. So, you know, the visual spectrum of light is much bigger than what our eyes can translate. The audio spectrum of sound vibrates at levels that we can't perceive, but our dogs can perceive it. So there's much more than what these 3D physical bodies can perceive as dimensions, sort of like a hologram or a matrix. The reason we skip that fourth dimension is because the fourth dimension is time. So it does exist, but it doesn't exist. So you go directly from the third dimension to the fifth dimension. But when you're talking about densities, now you do have the third density, fourth density, fifth density. Anyway, I just wanted to kind of like try to explain that because it's kind of confusing how it jumps from 3D to 5D. I actually think that we're coming to a close point in this where 
we're pretty much all like if you're watching this video right now you're you're probably going to experience the fifth dimension the people who have not chosen to sort of go into another three-dimensional experience at this time and are still here kind of riding the wave and doing the shadow work and seeing what comes up and doing the spiritual, you know, um, soul work that's needed. We do have the opportunity to choose our reality. We choose what timeline we prefer to experience as the new earth. The timeline split. So this is something that quantum science has kind of been talking about where all these different timelines exist at the same time, right? Because time doesn't actually exist. The perception that we have linear time is actually an illusion. All these timelines are playing out at the same time. And we, depending on the vibration that we match, then can choose which timeline by, you know, the power of our vibration, right? So like, option A, option B, option C, they all exist at the same time. Whatever vibration that you match, is the timeline that you are choosing then at that time. The timeline split is a difficult concept unless you study quantum physics on the regular. It's helpful to think like you're on a train and up ahead, the track split. So you can go left or you can go right. You can stay in the third dimension or you can move to the fifth. For a period of time, these dimensions sort of overlap this is what's referred to in the Apocalypse of Elijah, where it says you can look through glass walls and see the suffering of others and not be affected. Also referred to as the dark night of the soul in the spiritual community. The important thing to note is that if the train tracks are splitting, you will be able to jump back and forth between 3D and 5D for a period of time. There will eventually come a time when the tracks that split become too far apart for you to jump to the other dimension. So where you are at that time, then you will remain. What's the difference between 3D and 5D? The third dimension of consciousness is rooted in the lower energy centers of the body. It deals mostly with ego, power struggles, service to self, survival, duality. Here we see a lot of good versus bad, light versus dark, you know, good versus evil, separation, fear, blame. In the fifth dimension, we move more towards the heart chakra energy center in the body. Therefore, the focus is more on unity consciousness. This is the Christ consciousness. It's service to others and unconditional love. So here we realize the law of mirrors. This is the concept that whatever you see in others is just a reflection of something in yourself that you're noticing that needs to be healed. Maybe something you have suppressed and need to face. Is there some shadow work that you need to do? Or is there an emotion you're sending out that repeatedly comes back to you like a boomerang? Since we're all one under the creator, the universe cannot assert anything onto you. It shows you what your soul needs through relationships with others. The law of mirrors is the concept that whatever you see in others is just a reflection of something in yourself. So likewise, there are a lot of twin flame unions happening right now. And the concept of a twin flame is also a part of the law of mirrors because as your soul ascends, you are then attracting 
yourself in, in another. A twin flame union is a soulmate, which is just you reflected as a mirror. So I'll give you all a little personal example of important shadow work that I had to do over the last couple of years, mainly in 2020. On New Year's Eve, two years ago, my dad passed away and we weren't close. In fact, I hadn't seen him since I was about five years old. But regardless, there were a lot of emotions I didn't even know I really had. So even though my dad wasn't a part of my life, I thought I might get an explanation why he chose things to be this way. Not that things were bad. I just had a missing part that, you know, I wanted it in an explanation that I had never received. When he died, I realized I would never get that clarification or I thought, I thought that I wouldn't. I thought that I would never get to know who he was as a, a person. And that hit me harder than I thought it would. But in addition, I realized how his absence had shaped a lot of my other relationships. And in a way, it made me stronger and more self-reliant and more successful. But it was, it was still something that needed healed, right? I think 2020 was a year of massive shadow work for a lot of people. And I think 2021, I, I honestly cannot decide which was more crazy, 2020 or 2021. They were both crazy. I think I did most of mine in 2020 and spent the majority of 2021 kind of implementing some of the lessons that I have learned and following some of the you know, life paths that I, I had felt called to before in my life, but never really, never really pursued. I do think that in the last couple of years, we've been given the opportunity to do a lot of this shadow work. And, and I think there's still a lot of work to do too for a lot of people, but I think that it's going to kind of pile in over the next month or so as the vibration of the planet speeds up and the energy is higher. This pulls a lot of wounds to the surface. These wounds have to be faced, processed, and healed in order for the spirit to be able to match that higher vibration of the planet. Just as 2020 was an important year for healing the shadow, 2022 going forward marks the time when we can embody the higher self in a new dimension. It's a time to manifest and expect miracles. But before we can step into our higher self, we have to first heal our repressed wounds. The first thing I think you really need to do is to focus on your feelings. Why do they arise and what do they mean? I think a good way to reflect on this is to write a letter to whoever hurt you. And maybe do this for every person you can remember who's hurt you over the course of your life. You won't give the letter to the person, but it helps you to process the emotions and to see them objectively. I wrote a letter to my dad and it felt amazing to let out all of those repressed emotions. Allow yourself to cry. But if you continue to dwell on those feelings, you'll continue to attract things that make you feel the same way through the law of attraction. Another very, very important step to healing is treat yourself right. Don't beat yourself up. Don't get mad at yourself. Don't criticize yourself. Love yourself. Invest in yourself. Get your hair done. Get a massage. 
pamper yourself and do whatever makes you feel amazing. Sleep well, eat right, take care of your body. A healthy body and mind is the key to healing any healthy spirit. Become aware of your relationships and their impact on you. Are your relationships healthy? Who might you need to cut? This is difficult. Relationships give us the sense of sort of biologically who we are, what kind of you know circles that we interact with. If you have a close relationship with someone, it can be very, very difficult to kind of let that go if it's not serving you. But there's absolutely zero reason for you to hold space in your life and devote precious energy to people that make you feel bad. But be careful. Are these people making you feel bad because they say and do cruel things? Or are they making you feel bad because there's something about them that irritates something inside of you? Is that thing inside of you maybe a reflection of something you've suppressed and need to deal with? Is this a projection of some shadow work that you need to do? What can you learn from even the hard relationships? Make sure you're giving and receiving love from your relationships. Release them with love. But most importantly, make sure you're nurturing relationships where you can be your authentic self. Reconnect with your inner child. Relive your happy childhood moments and feel those feelings of being happy. Do things that a child would do. Take risks. Don't care about judgment. Be who you were before life introduced trauma into the picture. Be around people who make you feel a childlike innocence. One thing that I started doing to uh, reconnect with my inner child is watching cartoons on Sunday morning. When I was a kid, I loved to watch cartoons in the morning. And when I do it now, it brings back all of the lighthearted feelings I felt when I was a kid. Okay, love. So those are my tips for 2022. Your life will be more amazing once you get through the difficult things that you've lived through and suppressed. Now that you know what you need to do, create a routine and incorporate these tips. Journal, meditate, sing, create, whatever, blog, I mean, garden, whatever it is that helps you. Do it every single day. 2022 has the energy potential to bring you more than you ever imagined, but you have to do the shadow work. If you're unfamiliar with the concept of shadow work, I have a, a really good video. It's just kind of like shadow work for beginners. It's a very simple, kind of explains it, and I'll link that down below. So go ahead and watch that video. If you like this post, please like or comment, and don't forget to subscribe for more posts like this. And check out Healthy, Fit, and Fab on Facebook and Instagram. I am constantly posting content there too. So until next time.